We're going to start with the news that just shocked everyone, shocked the world, of course, uh, yesterday. People are still talking about it. Nine people confirmed dead in that helicopter crash that killed basketball legend Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter. Kobe spent two decades in the NBA with the L.A. Lakers and, of course, was a five-time NBA champion, only 41 years old. Uh, Robin, I know you're a huge basketball fan. We talk mm-hmm. basketball from time to time on the show. Uh, do you remember where you were and how you found out yesterday? Yeah, I was in my parents' basement, actually, and uh, I was looking on Instagram, and a fellow technical producer here actually posted the story, and I didn't believe it at first, and so I had to look around to make sure. I was the same way. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn, who, of course, co-hosts with me on the TV side in the morning, uh, texts me, and the text just read, Kobe Bryant is dead. And I had to, like, reread that about four or five times because it just didn't compute. No. For me, it's Kobe's a year younger than me, so I was like, there's no way he can be dead. <laughs> like, we're only in our early 40s. But Yeah. And then my mind started wandering. I'm like, okay, he's dead. Uh, how exactly? Uh, what happened? What, exactly. What's going on here? And then, of course, uh, the afternoon unfolded uh, as it did. We are pleased to be joined by uh, Chicago Bulls play-by-play uh, man. Uh, of course, a familiar voice to Raptors fans as well. Did the Raps uh, games for a long time here in Toronto. Chuck Swirsky joins us here now on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Chuck, really appreciate the time, and thanks for coming on. Thank you. All right, first off, uh, let me ask you what we were just talking about. Uh, how did you hear about the news yesterday? Where were you? Well, I was at a science museum, and uh, all of a sudden my phone went off. And I mean, like, off, multiple texts, like, everything. And I was just shocked and saddened and stunned. Yeah, when you say stunned, were you like us? Uh, I mean, again, I read my texts that uh, come in, and I got a few uh, others as well after that first one. And I just, I had to reread them, Chuck, over and I just couldn't believe that this had actually transpired, that this had happened. It just didn't compute in my brain. No, well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, here's, here's a man, 41 years young, uh, you know, going to an event with his daughter, and uh, let's not forget, by the way, the, the tragedy not only of losing Kobe and his daughter, there were seven other people that lost their lives, and this is going to have a ripple effect for generations to come with their families, so my thoughts are with everyone. So, um, you know, I, I, I mean, this came out of nowhere, obviously, and, and unfortunately, um, from a human standpoint, these things happen to your next-door neighbor, person down the block, where someone passes suddenly. In this case, Kobe, obviously, from an iconic standpoint, what he brought basketball and sports entertainment, and then the second chapter of his life, you know, winning an Oscar, um, and then going on from here with storytelling and, you know, trying to emphasize the fact that women have a major role to play in sports. and. Uh, I'm sorry we're not going to see that chapter of his life. Yeah, I want to delve into all that a little bit here with you. And let's start with Kobe on the court because, I mean, obviously you had the pleasure to witness him uh, up close, Chuck. For those that aren't ardent basketball fans, what was it about Kobe Bryant that made him so special? Well, number one, he came out of school at 17, 18 years young, high school, and he went into the NBA. And I think a lot of young people gravitated to that to see what he could do. And, you know, after a rookie year and all rookie struggle, but after his rookie year, uh, I mean, he started to really excel. And it was his third season in the NBA. Remember, he played 20. He made 18 all-star teams. And 
you know, by the time he reached the age of around 19, 20, his third year in the league, then all of a sudden people had to take note of the fact that this, this young man was going to be special. And the reason why he was special, not only of his skill set, but his mind was so mentally tough. I mean, when he took the floor every game, and I mean every game, whether it was game number 13 on a snowy night in Cleveland, Ohio, or the sixth game of the NBA Finals, he brought it. And when I mean he brought it, there was no, no dead point in his world regarding uh, defense, offense, free throws, am I going to take a possession off? None of it. None of it. There was no basement. Everything was a high ceiling. And he pushed himself. And I, I admire him for his on-the-court abilities to what he did during his 20 years in the league. It was phenomenal. Yeah, everything I've read about him when it comes to basketball, Chuck, over the uh, last uh, you know few hours, really it's only been about 24 hours uh, since this all transpired, uh, was his incredible work ethic, uh, what he was like uh, you know, behind the scenes as well, uh, in the gym and shooting baskets uh, in the off time. Uh, to your point, uh, there was no off day. The, there was no off night. He, he was fully committed. Yes, he was. And you know what? Hey, that's why I'm glad if I'm a, a player. You have to understand something. When players right now in the league, the youngest player is 19 years young, just turned 19 years young, uh, Sekou Tumboya of Detroit. So for a young man like Siku and others who are 19, 20 years old, to let's say even Vince Carter at the age of 43 who knew Kobe when Vince was 15, Kobe was 16, I mean uh, – uh, you know, you look at someone of that ilk and you say to yourself, wow, you know, this is a generational player. And he was a generational player. Let, let's be perfectly blunt about this. Kobe Bryant was a franchise generational talent as LeBron is, as Michael Jordan was, as Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were. These players don't come around often. That's why we say once every 20 years. And it wasn't only basketball, Chuck. Uh, speak to us a bit about the influence and the impact uh, Kobe had on all athletes in all sports. I mean, uh, uh, I'm a big golf fan. I was watching the golf yesterday from San Diego. Tiger Woods with a very emotional uh, response in an interview uh, afterwards. Uh, we also saw Nick Kyrgios in the Australian Open to come out uh, earlier today for his match with the Kobe Bryant jersey on. I mean, he really did have an impact uh, beyond basketball. Yes, he did. And a lot of these athletes who are in that same age range, maybe a little older, a little younger, whatever, from different sports, I mean, he transcended the competitive desire of what every athlete does, and they push himself. So, um, you know, it, it really didn't surprise me and has not surprised me with the outpouring of so many people affected by this news. Yeah, and also I wanted to talk about, and you alluded to, his career after basketball or what he has done in the, the years uh, since. Because Kobe Bryant, to me, Chuck, seems like uh, one of those rare athletes that uh, really had a purpose, really had a mission, really knew what he wanted to do and was starting to accomplish some of those things uh, post-basketball. Well, and, and listen, he was a businessman, but he also, his ability to relate to people, uh, he was very, very engaging, had a great personality, extremely intelligent. Um, and he could reach so many different layers of our society and communicate with them and reach them. And I, I just, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm still numb 
We've got a game tonight in Chicago. We play the Spurs. Spurs played the Raptors yesterday in San Antonio. And I know that, you know, a lot of the Bulls players uh, have many, many memories of, um, you know, watching Kobe grow up, competing against Kobe. Zach Levine, his rookie year, competed against Kobe. And, uh, you know, Zach grew up in the Seattle area, went to UCLA for one year, uh, went to Minnesota in the draft. And, I mean, he uh, spoke from the heart today at practice about what it was like as a kid following Kobe first as a young boy watching him on TV, and then all of a sudden playing in the same city that he did, one in college, of course, Kobe with the Lakers, but then competing against him at the NBA level. I mean, this is what a whole lot of players are going through right now with their emotions. Absolutely. Have we heard uh, from uh, LeBron James? Uh, I mean, LeBron was just in the news regarding uh, Kobe over the weekend, uh, passing him on the all-time scorers list. As a matter of fact, I, I believe that was Kobe Bryant's uh, last tweet was uh, congratulating uh, LeBron on that accomplishment. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't know if something was released today from LeBron. Uh, I know this has got to be devastating for him, uh, especially the exchange of texts and how each of them uh, were you know, such, you know, not only competitors at one point in their life, but then playing for the same organization, different eras, of course, with that window of time and how much respect they had for each other. And the fact that Kobe was very, very gracious in the exchange of texts when LeBron passed him for third all-time scoring. And because Kobe, Kobe really was free of the game. He's not one of these guys. I mean, his daughter, Jana, who passed away with him at the tender age of 13 years young, and by every account, she was going to be a big-time star, big-time player, and Kobe really wanted to you know, help her develop as a player. Um, but listen, Kobe's life was not only in, with his daughters, but also what he wanted to do to touch other young people through storytelling with the digital world, with books. And to me, you know, we talk about basketball. His life was so much more. Yeah, but he did really want to move that game forward, the game forward, and I'm just looking at that last tweet uh, directed towards uh, King James in which he says, uh, continuing to move the game forward, and that seemed to be just so important to him. I mean, he was on his way to his daughter's basketball game when this uh, crash tragically occurred. He coached his daughter's team, a uh, big supporter of the WNBA. It seems as if that was really one of Kobe's big missions post-retirement, Chuck. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it. Oh, all right. Oh, well, Chuck, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, for us this afternoon. It's, I know, speaking for all of us here in Toronto, it's a good to hear your voice, unfortunately, uh, under these uh, circumstances, but really appreciate you helping us remember uh, Kobe Bryant this afternoon. Okay, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate you thinking of me. All right, be well. Chuck Swirsky, Chicago Bulls, a play-by-play guy, remembering uh, Kobe Bryant, who tragically uh, passed, of course, yesterday.